0: I think the biggest thing is don't, um, don't feel bad or ashamed to ask these questions, mm-hmm. because if you don't, and something does go wrong, that feeling is even worse. Oh, yeah. And so just, you're, we're in an industry that requires care, requires critical thinking, because we have to think critically about what we're doing. And the better that you can navigate all of these problems, all of these relationships, the more value you have in the industry. And the higher pay you can, you can command. And get a higher pay for being able to communicate properly and know how to figure out problems, solving problems. And that all comes with experience. Yeah. So I would say, if you don't have this experience that we talked about, then go out and get it. <laughs>
1: right. Just, just do it. Yep. Hey,
0: hey. Hey, hey. Good morning, Super. Hi Jennifer, nice to see you again.
1: Nice to see you too. Jeez. Okay,
0: um, nice to see you again, Jennifer. Yesterday we talked about, I, I think you know this a topic that we thought was going to be simple about what's a co-op condo, uh, single landlord building, in
1: mm-hmm. the
0: brownstone kind of spiraled into something that's bigger than what we what we thought, right? Yeah. And I think because um, we've been doing this for a while. It's kind of second nature to us, but we understand that it may not be easy to understand for for others. So um, I thought today what we could do is kind of build upon what we talked about yesterday and just talk about where it actually can impact the part-time super at a building. So we're I was thinking more like maybe a chain, talk about the chain of command. Mm-hmm in these buildings so that the part-time super he's in a he's a he's a he's an authority figure in the building mm-hmm. the part-time super he's the guy that is running the maintenance portion of the building so there's tons of things that ha- happen in the course of a in the course of a day right you have leaks that happen in the building you have you have um uh you have problems that have maintenance problems that happen um, inside the walls of the apartments that you may have to get into there's you know vendors that you may have to supervise when they come into someone else, a shareholder's apartment or or someone's apartment and then you have to let them in like, an, like the exterminator um, so there's things that happen where you may need to have um, approval from different people so who live in the building who rent in the building so I thought that we would go through um, how to figure out whether you've gotten the right approval in each of these buildings.
1: Right. And also when it comes to reports as well, like. Um, you should let the, the shareholder know, but if you don't know, like who's the shareholder, um, was it a tenant or like, I don't know, um, like the relationship between like someone is, is like uh, someone who's living in in the in the unit apartment and like shareholder. Like if I'm confused with this, like you're reporting to wrong person, and you, yeah, that's not a great job as a super. So yeah, if we can kind of clear this out, um, that'll be great.
0: Right, and it's it's really just a. That's why yesterday was so important that we talked about boards in co-ops and condos we talked about rental buildings who's who's your boss in each of these buildings right. and it may not be clear um and it still sometimes can get a little murky a little unclear so right. i was thinking about maybe talking about um going back and maybe helping with a diagram so i brought something that we can start drawing things with
1: yeah that would be great because i i was the part that i i was confused um was that, especially between co and condos, they, they both have boards.
2: Right, right. And
1: it's, it's a little confusing for me how they really differentiate. So right, right, right. Let's, let's go through that today.
0: Okay, sounds good. So just to help um, with this, I thought I'd, I'd uh, draw the relationships in mm-hmm. each of these buildings between... Mm-hmm the um the part-time super and the other parties involved Mm -hmm. so in any building you know the super the part-time super is um probably the 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 low the lower person in that chain of command Mm -hmm. so you always have someone that's higher than 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 the part-time super which makes things a little easier Mm -hmm. but so let's let's start with um what do you want to start with which um, building which type of building
1: uh, let's say condo okay, so let's say it's a
0: condo building mm.
1: um, oh for for those of you who are listening to podcast, uh, maybe it would be better for this episode to check out the YouTube video
0: Oh right, right, right that's a good yeah. point because uh we are we are um filming this yeah, so we'll be putting it up on YouTube and you can see the drawings that I'm making yeah. I'm not an artist, so bear with me. Okay, so um, we have here a, a um, in the condo you said, right? Mm-hmm. So we have here in the condo building, I'm going draw a building. Okay, here's a building. And we have here, let me if it's not good enough. Because I can always erase it. And you have, these are windows. Mm-hmm. Let's say that there's 10 apartments here, right? Yeah.
1: Can we draw an entrance as well? I'm sorry? Entrance door.
0: Oh, sure. <laughs> sure, here's an entrance door.
1: And some trees and flowers. <laughs> that is <laughs> some,
0: scary. Yeah. <laughs> you can imagine, you can imagine the trees and flowers. Mm-hmm. So let's say there's 10 apartments here.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so there's 10 different owners, right? Mm-hmm. So remember in a condo, each owner actually owns their space, Mm -hmm. right? So each of these actually own their space, own their apartment, the physical apartment. Mm -hmm. And so each of these owners now, 10 owners, oops, go back, 10 owners, choose elect. A board.
1: So they vote.
0: Yes. So they vote. Members of the board.
1: Okay.
0: Does that make sense? Mhm. Okay. So in the board, you have. You have president. You have vice president, president. You have secretary. And you have um, a treasurer, who deals with the money. And each of these people are owners, but they're also board members.
1: Okay. Can someone be um, president and be a treasurer?
0: Yeah, I mean, they can share roles. Okay. Um, but it's, it's great for you to know who's who mm-hmm. in this mm-hmm. scenario. Okay, so um, let me just make sure something. One second here. Okay. So the board, how the board works is that they, whenever there's a a discussion, they all work together and make a, make a decision Mm -hmm. for the building on behalf of uh, the building. Right. Mm -hmm. And um, so they also can hire someone from the outside Put a little hat on him, he's the manager Okay Oop. Spelling's pretty bad
1: So this is how usually they do It it can be self-managed self building too, right?
0: Well a self-managed building means that there's no manager So the board itself
1: Like outside manager
0: yeah so the board itself here i'm gonna they these guys will manage the building as Mm -hmm. well Mm -hmm. and sometimes that happens when there's a budget and and the board doesn't want to spend extra to 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 hire a manager Mm -hmm. or they just feel comfortable doing it by themselves
1: yeah just like you know some buildings don't have supers and you know people just throw out the garbage outside by themselves yeah
0: (laughs) yeah i don't think i don't i don't like i never like that scenario because then yeah, for different reasons, but we won't go there. But yeah, that's a similar see, situation. So basically there uh so basically there you have it. You have the board,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you have the manager, mm-hmm. and then um I would say uh either the board and or the manager mm-hmm. will hire. Well, mm-hmm. oh, you know what? I can't here's the and put a hammer in this hand Mm -hmm. that's the super okay sorry about the drawing so so in this in this um arrangement you have everyone present you have the owners you have the board Mm -hmm. hold on one second let's see if i could Alright, you have
2: the
0: board, board. Mm -hmm. you have the manager, and you have the super, Mm -hmm. okay? So, should I, um, let's talk about the chain of command.
1: Yeah, um, where does, where, where do tenants go?
0: You mean the tenants, uh, the people that rent from the building? Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. So. Let me say
1: tenants, tenants are.
0: Residents. Maybe I can try to use a different color. Yeah.
1: Just for a recap, resident, a resident means whoever it is is living inside the apartment. So right, right. that uh, uh, the owner could be living in there, or there could be someone else who's renting from the owner. Yes. But it doesn't matter whoever it is. Um, you just call them all residents Right,
0: correct Just call them all residents right, and, and that should be oh, One second Just having a little trouble here Oh
1: So tenants would be below the owners, right?
0: Right um, So there's a, there's a person inside That lives inside Mm-hmm. So that's the resident
2: it's
0: mm-hmm. called the resident whoever- re- lives in the building mm-hmm. and then if he's renting then he's the renter so he rents inside the apartment mm-hmm. okay so um if we can th- we can talk about the chain of command, it's gonna go from the board, which is number one.
1: The board is number one.
0: Number one. They're at the top mm-hmm. in the building. Is it, can you see it? Not yeah. really, right?
1: Yeah, I, I can, I can.
0: Okay, number two is the manager. Okay. And number three is a super.
1: What about the owners?
0: The owners live there, they don't have any position. in in this hierarchy
1: oh I see I see okay
0: right so they're left out of this chain of command
1: Mm -hmm.
0: if the owners have any uh, questions or problems what they should do is contact the manager Mm -hmm. the building manager Mm -hmm. so let's say um, these owners have something to say they will ask Building manager,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then the building manager will tell the super what to do. What to do.
1: Okay, but there are some times when residents, because they're living in there and they actually experience the problems. Right. If there's any leak or there are any repairs needed, they actually um, sometimes there are cases when they ask the super directly. Uh,
0: Sorry, this
1: is the residents or the renters. Residents, just anyone who's living in there. Okay. Yeah, just like, no, the super is doing the garbage, and oh, I live in one A. Oh, I need this. I need that. Can you come in um, and fix this for me?
0: Right, right, right. If
1: that's the case, what should I be aware of? What should be the super aware of?
0: Okay. So if, they, uh, if a renter or a resident has, a, has an issue mm-hmm. and they want to come into the building, to, uh, inside the apartment to mm-hmm. take care of something, the two questions that you should ask is, who is this person that's asking me? Who is this resident? Are they the owner or is it a renter? So and I'll I tell you ask- why. Right.
1: But are you are you the owner? Because if you're a part time super, it's it's hard to uh, kind of memorize all the faces and names.
0: Right. So you can ask, um, or you can ask the manager, the building mm-hmm. manager. Right. So, in other words, if this person, um, let's just let's just go back. Um, if this person over here asks the super directly. Mm-hmm. The resident, right, mm-hmm. um, and bypasses the manager, so he doesn't go here. He goes straight to the super. Um, then uh, y- you can ask whether he's a uh, he's a renter or the owner, mm-hmm. and you gotta determine what kind of work is this, what kind of request is this, what kind of work does this person want to do, mm-hmm. because in the condo, if you remember, um, there's a uh that person owns that space Mm -hmm. and whatever happens inside that space is generally the responsibility of the unit owner Mm -hmm. but sometimes it's the responsibility of the building Mm -hmm. itself so you really have to know what what the rules are in that building right um so let's say let's have an example what kind let's say what kind of work is that for instance
1: what i can think of is like two kinds of work which is just hanging pictures or you know hanging tvs or light bulbs and the second one would be like um, radiators um, that are connected to other other spaces right oh that's a good point right um
0: i like the radiator one because that's connected (laughs) to the building system
1: right Right:
0: And that's and like where clogs. things could be or clogs, right? Snaking, snaking a drain. let's mm-hmm. say th- a bathtub is clogged. Mm-hmm. That's a perfect example. So we have got tons of those, those calls, and they can be unclear whose responsibility it is too, right. because sometimes the rules of the building will state that even though the bathtub is, or the toilet is inside the apartment mm-hmm. and you get a clog. Sometimes to fix that you have to go into the building right. system right. to fix that. So there could be that too. Yeah. So. Yeah.
1: So option one, I, I mean, case one would be just just simple carpentry or uh, electricity, uh, electrical work.
0: Right. Right. Um, All right. So let's let's say let's say there's those two things just just to start, right? Yeah. So let's say picture hanging, right? Mm-hmm. Picture hanging, um, you can generally uh, tell the well. H- Here is what I would say: This is where it's important that you ask them whether it's they're the sh- they're the renter or the owner, mm-hmm. because okay. you are you're to hang a picture. You are going to have to go into the wall, right? Right, so you are going to have to damage the wall, right? So you should ask. You should make sure that the person that's asking you is the owner.
1: Oh, I see. Okay. Because
0: generally what happens is in a in any building you have the relationship of the renter is directly to the owner.
2: Mhm.
0: So that's that's the that's a relationship right there. Mm-hmm. And generally anything should be anything that the renter wants should be communicated with the with the owner.
1: I see unit owner
0: so if there's anything that um there's a request to do any kind of work inside the apartment that should go up to the owner and then the owner brings it to the super uh usually brings it to the super and then the owner asks this the the super Mm -hmm. and then um the super can you know do his thing Mm -hmm. um i would say hold on for what the super does because we'll have to go back and see whether he needs to talk to the manager or not that's why this this gets a little bit confusing because then um you know for some things that the super may have to go back to the manager depending on what that what that problem is Mm -hmm. right so um but basically the most important thing here is that um, for unless it's some exceptions uh the owner and the renter should be communicating any issue that, anything that has to be done, okay, even if the renter says, "Oh wait a minute, i'm going to pay you separately, I'll pay you for that work, so okay. can you do it for me you know and, mm-hmm. and most some supers may make the mistake of just doing it mm-hmm. oh, I'm getting paid, I know who I know whose responsibility it is to pay me
2: mm-hmm.
0: and there's no confusion
2: mm-hmm.
0: and they're going to this person says that. This person will pay me for the job or has paid me for the job. So what's wrong with that? Um, The problem is that if you're going to be damaging, if you're going to be doing certain jobs that may damage the walls Mm -hmm. or may um, otherwise uh, create, I don't know, I guess...
1: Some sort of change to the Some sort of change, yeah, I would say. Wall or floors. Yeah. Um, I don't know what I, can, well, what I can think of, but usually I would say like, you know, uh, putting nails on the walls.
0: Yeah, putting nails on the walls yeah. or something like that. And uh, there's one example where one of the um, tenants, one of the renters, I'm sorry, had asked a super in a building to put up an outdoor TV on the wall. On the terrace, they have mm-hmm. a terrace there. And and they had an outdoor TV and he had asked to put it into the the outside. Mm-hmm. So the super did it
2: mm-hmm. without
0: realizing that that was a violation of the, the bylaws, the laws of the building to install a TV, put anything into the outside wall. Even if it, oh. the terrace is yours, you can't hang anything on there. I see. And so that caused a problem mm-hmm. because... Clearly, the renter violated it. Right. But he had the help of the willing super, right. who had done that.
1: Yeah. In that case, I mean, if they're good people, um, you'll be okay. But sometimes they can blame the supers. Oh, super said it's okay. Well, but he did it.
0: Yeah, and also no one's going to be happy with that. Right. Because the owner didn't know about it. And the owner is responsible for the tenant at the end of the day, right, so the owner was upset, and then there's a credibility issue because a super should know, follow the rules right, and instead he chose a job to do a job mm-hmm. over finding out how to do it correctly I see. so immediately, what that came came off at uh, came off as is a super that's looking out for his own interest mm-hmm. over the building, and that's always. A, a bad bad reputation already going to a a, a, a wrong reputation you want to be as a super of a building you want to stand up for the interest of the building first
1: I see so uh, yeah. what should the super do
0: he should have if you're looking at this building so basically um, what happened was the renter went to the super directly mm-hmm. and the super did the work right, right? so that was a problem so what he should have done was um sorry he went to the super the super should have gone to i'm sorry the super the super should have gone to the owner or gone and asked this the owner to contact the manager because there may be a a building policy that they're violating Mm -hmm. so a way to say that would have been to say hey um Mr. Smith, uh, your, rent, your tenant, your renter had asked me to do this work. And so I'm not sure if it's, if it's, if it's uh, you know, uh, permitted. So could you find out from the building manager mm-hmm. and have them do the work of calling the building manager? Mm-hmm. Or you would have said copied the building manager on there and uh, started the dialogue with the manager already and have the manager talk to the owner about how that's not permissible because the owner may not even know whether putting a TV on the outside bulkhead terrace wall is okay. Mm -hmm. So the owner might think, oh yeah, I guess uh, the renter's paying me rent. So I should let him do it. um, And I can close it up afterwards. What's Mm -hmm. the harm? But um, if it is violating building policy, then um, that's, that will impact negatively the the owner
1: right okay then i think if you know the owners well i think it would depend on the situation too like what kind of building it is like if you're really familiar with the with the owners i think you can just um call them if you if you have their number or email um but a lot of cases part-time supers uh, may not know the owners directly. So I would say the safest bet is to just contact the manager.
0: Yeah, I think use that as a rule then.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, contact just whatever it is. Um, whatever the
0: renter asks for, yeah. just contact them.
1: Yeah, and if if the tenant shows like, oh, there's a leak, leak here, um, can you take a look at it? And you go take a look at it. And before fixing it, um, even if you, you can fix it, unless it's like a you know you you'll get a sense when um this is this type of work affects other units or no right um but if you have that feeling or just something inside just tells you not to do it ask someone first right then just just ask the manager
0: yeah just ask the manager yeah um, because,
1: like for example, um, the the tenant asks the super to um, put together an IKEA IKEA chair, right? <laughs> and, like you know that's that's fine, you know you can do it. But those kinds of work, um, you you as you get a lot of experiences. Yeah. Like this is for like someone who's just starting as a super. Um, and these are some of the tips, but you might not know if this is like, um, oh, can I do it or not? Um, you no. Know, like if I, if I am a newbie and you know, someone asks me to put together an IKEA sofa, it's like, oh, I don't know. It's going to make marks on the, <laughs> on the wall or the floor. I don't know. Um, you know I think if, if that's the case, Like, don't be embarrassed, just ask questions to the manager.
0: I think in the beginning, if you're new to any building, and this includes me, too, Mm -hmm. and, you know, I would say that I'm somewhat experienced in this, but any building that I would start, I would just tell the building manager about anything that we're doing, including putting together IKEA sofa or chair, Mm -hmm. and let them say, let the manager say, I don't need to know that stuff. Like, like right like i don't i have you know you can keep that to yourself and you can you can work on that directly with the with the owner or the renter like don't tell me but if you don't get that keep on telling them the work that you do inside the apartments it it's great because it makes the building manager feel like he's aware of all the things that are happening in the building right and that's a huge thing because you're really there as his eyes and ears And it shows that you're professional that you're you're considering the needs of the building and the manager first yeah and you're trying to
1: protect the property
0: right you're trying to protect the property and even if it is like oh you just made me do something small just say it you know say it and then look it's it's kind of annoying but um at the end of the day it keeps you looking like a pro
1: yeah and as you gain experience, like you'll you, you know, time will come when you know it's like, oh, this is, this is uh, totally only the tenant's responsibility or something like that. Yep. Um, but yeah, always, it's, it's, it doesn't hurt to ask questions to the manager. It's okay. I mean, they, they might <laughs> express that they're bothered if you ask too many questions, but still better than doing something um, with, without right uh, you know with w- without clarification in your inside your head
0: right you just if you're not sure just a- go out asking yeah. that's the that's the thing unless unless you uh, become very very um, positive that you've you you're going to make the right decision right it has yeah. to be 100% Mm I would say if there's any percentage that you don't feel comfortable or you're not aware, then Mm -hmm. just ask.
1: Okay, then in a condo, uh, when does the super um, meet the board then? Like, um, is it important for the super to know the board?
0: Well, some buildings will ask the super to attend the board meetings, Mm -hmm. the monthly board meetings, and that's when you can get to know each of the people that are on the board. Mm and you'll know who the president is and mm-hmm. such. But um, generally you, you'll you bump into them because they're really residents mm-hmm. most of the time.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, if they live far away and they, deal, they don't live in the apartment, um, I guess it's half and half. Sometimes they'll be on the board, sometimes they won't. But the good thing is that you, eventually over time, you'll know who is who. Is who. Mm-hmm. And um, I guess the question, sometimes it becomes harder to navigate this when either, let's say, um, I don't know, you you don't have a, a manager, right? Mm-hmm. Or let's say you do have a manager, but the board comes to you directly mm-hmm. for stuff. And that becomes complicated because um, d- different board members may come to you for certain things yeah. and you may feel pressured to do something because it's a board member and it is um, a person at the top of this command Mm -hmm. chain of command so you might feel uncomfortable saying no Um, but i would say in that situation step back also and be um try not to fall into a habit of following directly what they say Um, there are you know even as a board member uh, they have decisions that they make have to be as a group of people Mm -hmm. and sometimes when you have different board members um, asking the super to do something you can have um, different competing priorities Um, you may have the feeling that there's too many chefs in the kitchen too many bosses mm-hmm. and that could be confusing so in a situation like that you can it's great to have a manager because all of your actions can be filtered through through the manager mm-hmm. all the orders can be filtered to the through the manager but there are times when and there's plenty that i can count where the board uh speaks and or, makes orders directly to the super and mm-hmm. it can get a little confusing when that
1: okay. happens. In that case, how do I um, politely like, decline or uh, postpone the repair? Like if I'm doing the garbage and one of the board comes to me and, hey, can you fix this for me right now? Well,
0: uh, I mean, it depends upon your relationship with the building, right? Mm-hmm. You have to be flexible. Uh, but let's relationship say with the I want members. to, you
1: know, um, I want to politely, you know, I want to think about this.
0: Okay, but I think uh, you're saying if the board, let's say a board president comes to you and says, I want this done now. Yeah. And let's say it's something that you feel um, needs to get the approval mm-hmm. of some th- the, the property manager. Is that is that what you're saying? Like, I can't think of a situation where let's say he says, oh, I want to do a water shutdown right now yeah. because there's something wrong in my apartment or I want to replace the faucet yeah. and I can't, my valve is broken and I need you to go down and turn off the riser, mm-hmm. which will turn off 10 apartments mm-hmm. in, that, in that line. Right. Should you do it? I would say no mm-hmm. because when you do that, you're shutting off 10 apartments without notice and the board member is acting on his interest on his own behalf um, out of out of character with what he's supposed to be doing which is informing the board or allowing you to contact the building manager and having the building manager send the notices out Mm -hmm. and giving people enough notice Mm -hmm. so i would say that's a red flag and i have never seen a board board member do that board president do that Mm -hmm. but it is possible Mm -hmm. Um, that that happens and it may not be as extreme as that but it may be something else that's a little more unclear to you Mm -hmm. but in a situation with um, a board member a board should know to go through a manager as well Mm. a a board should understand that in a chain of command if they want something done when it comes to maintenance it should go through the board uh, the, the property manager right um,
1: or yeah, I would say like if if you know, if you're gonna do it, at least you know tell the manager that oh a board president asked me to do this. Yeah, you so could do that too. Do that.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. You could do that too before you do it. <laughs> uh, before I do it, yeah.
1: <laughs> like text him or email him.
0: Well, do the problem know? becomes when the manager is not responsive.
1: I if mean, he, if he's
0: if he's MIA, yeah. missing in action and you're like look i need to get this done what do i do you know right. and that becomes hard because when things are riding on that and we've had that happen too because managers are super busy sometimes yeah and we need to get something done and people are getting upset but the managers disappeared yeah it's not there so so what do you do in that case i would say that's why it's important that you know the building and you kind of part of being professional is knowing how to find your way around that situation yeah. without making people upset. But if you're new to a building and you don't know, by all means, don't, don't go ahead. Right. Don't go ahead until you're comfortable and yeah. wait for the manager. And if he is you know, uh, 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 legitimately busy, then he should take the responsibility for anything that's delayed. And if he's just not doing his work, then, then he's the person that should take the blame for that. Okay. Thing.
1: All right then to um any anything more from the condo?
0: Um so well I would say uh, let me just let me just check something sorry that, Is this picture still aligned okay um should we go through exceptions now the exceptions to the rule um When like, let's say a renter asks you for stuff, there are exceptions, like directly,
1: like uh,
0: emergencies.
1: Oh, I see. But that would be the same case from co-op at condo, right? Yes. Okay. Then let's do that after we do co-op.
0: Okay. That's, that makes sense.
1: Okay. To sum up the condo for, for now, go through the manager. Right. And you, you can hear, hear the board. You can do directly from um, work directly for the board, but um, most just to be safe, go through the manager or at least let the manager know because right. he is there to streamline all the communications.
2: Right.
1: And you you I mean sometimes it could be liabilities, so just go through manager.
0: Right. And hold on one second. Just trying to figure out why we're not having a
1: a new a new picture. New canvas?
0: No, no, no. I, I just I can't move that down. But should I should I just erase this then?
1: I think you can you can leave it because I want to compare it to the to the co-op.
0: Okay, so maybe what I'll do is I'll do a new one
1: Okay Co-op exciting.
0: Okay so co-op so let's let's look at a co-op. you have a building I'm using my red mm-hmm. You have the windows. You have 10 apartments in there. And you have the door. And so you have 10. What was it yesterday that we talked about? So how are these owners called?
1: They are called shareholders
0: right because
1: because the co-op in a co-op an owner does not own the actual space unlike a condo building but they purchase shares of the entire building
0: right right exactly so if you have uh, you have ten shareholders, and each of these shareholders, they're gonna. Oh, let me try it this way. They're gonna vote in a board. Oops, not sure. If and just like the condo, you have a prez vice president, secretary, treasurer. And you might have more people on the board, by the way. And then um, you have a building manager.
1: With a fancy hat.
0: The hat. And then you have a super.
1: With A fancier hammer. With a hammer,
0: (laughs) right. So you have have those three again. And um, uh, the people that live inside the building I'm gonna put him here. Is the what is that person? If he's renting,
1: if it's they're renting from shareholders, they're not called tenants, but they're called subtenants.
0: Right, because um, what do you remember? Why?
1: Yes, um, that's because shareholders. Because it's a unique situation, right? They don't own the real estate inside there. So they actually have a contract with the building to lease from the building. Right. So they they're actually renting from the building.
0: Right.
1: So they're the first tenants. They are the tenants of the building. Right. In this case, in a co op case. And if those shareholders equal tenants rent it to someone else, they're below the tenants, right? So yes. that's, those people, those renters are called sub-tenants.
0: Right. Exactly, so they're they sub-tenants, so we're gonna say their relationship, uh, so we'll put it, let me see if I have room here. i move moved my, Alright, so there's a subtenant. That If that's not really... can you see that?
1: Yeah, I, I can see that. <laughs> okay.
0: Alright, this is... Okay, so... Uh, let me just get another color here. Okay, there. So the relationship is between those two. Mm-hmm. Right.
1: So in a co-op, shareholders are owners or landlords. Do you call them landlords?
0: Uh, I think, I think, the.
1: just a general term.
0: I think it is landlord. Landlord. Yeah, I think, I think the...
1: Even if, even, like, technically you don't really own it. I would really say technically, really
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Technically you don't really own it, but, but you just, call them...
1: Yeah, you just say, like, is, is, someone's yeah. an owner, just landlord. Yeah, because you're... owner. You're right,
0: right. right. Mm-hmm. But the relationship um, is between those two. so. Um, once again we have a situation where um, I didn't right here manager manager and then we have here super so we'll have another situation where maybe the um, subtenant wants something done inside the apartment and will reach out directly to the super mm-hmm. and in that case uh, we want to remind just like the condo, that um, you will have to, you should contact the shareholder, the landlord, Mm -hmm. that something needs to be done, or the manager, or both. Mm -hmm. And in cases where you're not sure whether the work impacts the building, Mm -hmm. you should contact both, or put them on the same email, or talk to the manager and let the manager know that the owner wants, let the manager know that the Subtenant wants to do this work, and w- whether you're okay or allowed to go ahead, and the manager will contact the uh, the landlord or the shareholder and let them know okay. what the answer is. And your job is just to tell the subtenant, oh, "I'm sorry, can you contact your your landlord mm-hmm. and ask them?" first mm-hmm. or to ask them to reach out to me or the, or, or the building manager i see yeah. and i'm not talking about just questions that they have oh you know can i put the sofa out on a bulk on a bulk garbage day you know or can i recycle this mm-hmm. um that's that can you know or can you take this out to the recycling can you move this for me to the curb or something
1: mm-hmm.
0: i would say that's generally okay
1: right yeah. like you know you know this stuff
0: yeah, you know that stuff, and you know that's not something that will like impact anything negatively, but, or impact anything. Yeah, but well,
1: well, if you don't know the laws,
0: you can you always check it.
1: with with the manager or the book. That book.
0: Oh that yeah, the uh, this one.
1: It has all the answers to it.
0: <laughs> right. So this is the one that we. If, if, yeah right. so it's the apartment check checklist but I, even if even if you don't have that book um I think over time you'll realize that a lot of this is just practice right and um so uh so we once it looks very similar to a condo, yeah so you would have to um everything sort of else is sort of the same uh, same situation in fact when it In practice you know as you're actually doing this there's very little difference between the condo and a co-op
1: when it operates when it
0: operates when it operates when it operates when it how it functions with you inside of it Mm -hmm. the only difference is that I think in a condo building you probably see more renters Mm -hmm. than in a co-op right and that's when you get more people in condos you got to be careful that if there are mostly renters, they have, like, no say in the building. Right. So whether it's a renter in a condo or a renter in a co-op, that resident has no say and v- virtually no rights. Mm-hmm. Um, any problems that they have, even if it's about, like, you know, I'm having a, you know, this is terrible to stay here to live in this building there's no the heat is low and I'm not getting enough heat or whatever. All that should be communicated to the shareholder or the unit owner. Mm-hmm. And then it's up to the unit owner to convey that, mm-hmm. communicate that to the building manager. I see. So even in a situation with, let's say, the heating, you know, the radi- the heat's not working. Um, you should technically ask them to tell the landlord and the mm. landlord should reach out to the super to ask him to adjust something to yeah. see if he can do something but other than that, even with you know, a radiator, let's say the air valve is not working and you go there and you find that that's a problem you should tell them to tell the shareholder or the unit owner about it first and for them to contact
1: Okay, then um, I think maybe that's the case for the condo too
0: yeah, that's the same case for the condo So,
1: um, Did I, was should it I definitely no, said? no, 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 I summed it up as You should contact the manager But should I just let The, the renter to contact them directly?
0: Uh, the building manager?
1: Yeah, building manager or uh, the owner
0: You mean uh, when the renter comes to you for something Tell the renter to contact the building manager yeah. directly? Yeah, I mean you could definitely, you could do that Okay remember that chain of command it's you know it, it's still it's still good yeah because you're still at the bottom of that chain of command and you're going get the you're gonna act or respond once you get the order from the building manager or the shareholder you know or the, or the or the board but you're still still following that
1: okay I mean I would say this is kind of hard like there aren't like really Answers like one answer to it there could be many different answers
0: yeah, especially because you're dealing with um, you're dealing with different parties right right they're not related different people, and they all have their own set of priorities right the renter wants that work done right away the mm-hmm. owner wants to make sure that it's done safely to right. her space. The building manager is looking out for the entire building and making sure that the entire building and all of its residents are, are doing well. Mm-hmm. And he's just acting on the interests of the board whose first interest should be the board's first goal is to protect the building right. and to make sure the building is running properly. Right. So, you know, everyone has their own interest, And unfortunately, the renter in that building is at the bottom. The shareholder, the subtenant, or the renter, and uh, you know that's that's how it works it, because you have so many owners in the building.
1: Okay, so I I think like it's so this is the same from the condo, like it's the same diagram. It's, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, uh, it is. Yeah. Like can we like compare?
0: I think the hat is bigger on the manager. <laughs> <laughs> so. If you want to compare, uh, let me see if, if that... Hey, I is can that possible? Do that. Well, um, let's see, yeah.
1: It's basically the same thing. <laughs> yeah,
0: So it's It's same thing. And you just want to make sure that uh, in the same chain of command, is the same thing, the board's on top, the manager and then the super,
1: yeah, and in the co-op as well. In the co-op so as well. So then, so there could be many different ways to communicate because you, you know, you want to fix a problem, right? Right. If that's the case, um, you know, as I'm talking it as a part-time super, where you know I'm not at a building a lot then my safest bet would be going to the manager. But if you've been in the building for quite some time, um, then you can you can talk to the shareholder by yourself or you can talk to the owner about this. Or you, or you can tell the renter to talk to the shareholder or the manager, renter to the... The owner of a condo and to the manager or you yourself if you're really good with emails Mm -hmm. um, just include uh, those three parties board in this case board doesn't really have to do with this right
0: uh no well the the board doesn't but remember all of the building policies because all these co-ops and condos have something called the bylaws it's a document that uh, tells people what the rules are. Or it, it's a document that lays out the rules for the building.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: The board's job is to follow that rule mm-hmm. and then uh, set the standard, mm-hmm. for, uh, set, the, set, set that in, in motion.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So it really doesn't. But what complicates things is that boards, uh, board members sometimes have their own priorities. Mm-hmm. Of what needs to be done, and it and those priorities may uh, concern the maintenance, the buildings maintenance, where you're involved. Right. So they may ask you, for instance, to um, I don't know, like paint the wall one color, and then the other bu- building manager may tell you to paint the wall a different color, mm-hmm. and that's when it can get um, pretty. Oh, I did it again. Pretty. Um, pretty okay. um, confusing
1: yeah well then the thing is the manager actually works for the board so if board directly comes to me I can just listen to him no the board member yeah I mean the it, it could be the case where the entire board members in that oh
0: it could come to you directly and just yeah. tell you yeah I mean that's that, it, that you're if you follow them it. That's correct. That's the chain of command. You're following the chain of command.
1: I see. But when it comes to individual, like one board um, telling me to do something. One board member. Yeah, one board member. Even the president. Yeah, even the president, um, you, you should just make sure it abides by, it follows the building bylaws, the building rules, right? Right. And if you're not sure, uh, talk to the manager.
0: Talk to the manager. So,
1: so ma- manager is kind of the guru, guru. Yeah,
0: manager is sort of the guru. He's supposed to be.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And of course, if if you if you still don't have answers, you can always contact us. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll help you answer yeah. those questions.
1: So I think this is this is when um, when supers have to know more than their skills. A good super knows how to. Um, regulate this communication, streamline communications. Right. And experienced supers know when it is to tell the shareholders or, you know, oh, this should be reported to the manager or I, I think I should bring it up in the board meeting. Right, right. Um, I think that's that's what like, um, like a good experienced, yeah. good super versus a super with just a lot of skills, like repair skills.
0: Yeah, I mean, this is where you need that people skills to talk right. to these, uh, talk to these shareholders and building managers, and your communication skills, and to be clear with what you're saying. Right. Um, and your reasoning skills. You have to know how to reason things, and that's why it's it's a really great industry it's rich with all of these experiences that that can teach you a lot about the law a lot about um you know rules and procedures uh how to interact with people problem solving
1: and priorities
0: and priorities how to give how to um uh create priorities and to follow them Mm -hmm. and you know just as an example if there's a, a damage inside an apartment um, that 's caused by rain from the outside right um, and it 's coming in through the walls through the brick walls so is damaging the plaster and the shareholder calls you to repair that right and you run in to repair that to keep the shareholder happy um, but what happens was what happens is that when you when you try to collect for that money she says it 's not my responsibility it came in from the outside and then you go to the bo- to a building manager and you say, look, I did this work. I, I fixed the plaster. Can I get paid? And the building manager may say, you fixed it without having it like checked properly. Like you got to, you can't just repair something until you fix the source of the problem. Right. Why are we going to pay you twice then? Because later on, if someone comes in and repairs that. And number two, your price is kind of expensive. I could have gotten this done for free. Yeah. And then you're kind of left holding the bag right Right. even if you bought plaster and you paint you bought benjamin moore paint and you you did everything perfectly so this is where the chain of command becomes important because Mm -hmm. this is where you go okay we have a damage here your experience where did that damage come from is it upstairs is it the shareholder upstairs who created this is it from the outside is it building responsibility So you tell the manager, and then you have to troubleshoot, find out what the problem is. And then you can say, okay, who's going to do this job? It's going to be me. It's going to be the building manager who knows someone who can do it for free. Mm. And then you go ahead. At least, even if you don't get the job at the end to do it, at least you're not out the the money for having done it and not getting paid for not communicating that properly or going to the right channels. Right. So... At the end of the day, it's always better to ask first, mm-hmm. and then um, uh, and then do it.
1: Yeah, things can get pretty complicated in an apartment, condo, co-op setting.
2: Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah.
1: So. Okay. Okay. Uh, I, uh, yeah, I kind of get get the structure now, but yeah.
0: So. Um,
1: Mm. Can we talk about emergencies then?
0: Yeah, so there's always exceptions to these and um, the biggest exception that I can think of is, um, and this is where uh, we as supers all go through this is emergencies okay. So the question is, um, you know, what's an emergency? <laughs> Right. I is, was going to ask you
1: that.
0: If someone, you know, someone comes to you and says, "Oh, I'm a, I'm a renter. I need to. I need to get this done quickly because I, my flight is in four hours." Yeah. Do you just do it? You know, is that an emergency?
1: Well, to that person. To that person, it, it is. It could be,
0: yeah. But to you, it, it's not. And also, if it's something serious that ha- requires you to go through the proper channels, then that, that renter is out of luck. He has to wait. Mm-hmm. So, But if there's a, you know, all of a sudden you go into a renter's apartment and water's spilling out from a valve, a broken valve, and we know that that valve is probably, the, you know, let's say it's something that's connected to the water filter underneath the sink. That's the responsibility of the, shareholder or the unit owner but you got to stop it and you got to fix it put something on there you know let's say the only way to stop it is i don't know buying a part and, and putting it on or going you know just just taking care of it that might be a simple a, a really simple um uh example but in that case you just do it right you stop the damage so yeah
1: so how would you define define a emergency situation
0: the emergency situation i would define is anything that is a danger to the to the welfare and safety
1: like health hazard
0: of of people or and or property so it's anything that can cause um damage I would include animals there too pets right. anything that could potentially harm injure
1: living things or yeah or not, jeopardize not aunts, but, you know, um. <laughs> a little stretch yeah I've had
0: people connected really emotionally connected to their plants
1: that's,
0: that's so true so plants may be involved look uh, but but people first then pets right. then plants if you um, but also included is is property you want to make sure that an right. emergency is something that protects property as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so,
1: for example, there could be so just like you said, water leaks can be
0: right. Water leaks. Let's say something electrical. Let's say there's a electrical issue, and you know how to solve that real quick.
1: Like um, what? Like you know, replacing a light bulb is you know, it's kind of like electrical, but. What kind of electrical um, situations?
0: I don't know. Maybe maybe there's a, a sparking um, an outlet.
1: Okay, like sparks. But um, then you just turn off the breaker. Burning smell.
0: Turn off the breaker, and then you would probably do some work to try to find out what the problem is. Right. In a condo situation, you would charge back to the to the shareholder, right? Okay. Or I mean, uh, in the to the unit owner, okay. and then the co-op shareholder
1: what what else what kind of emergencies gas gas,
0: gas smell, smell yeah you, you should address that right away but yeah. usually all these things just require you to turn something off Right. You know? but they may require also some amount of work to try to find something let's say there's a leak coming downstairs uh, from the bathroom upstairs and it's a renter who lives upstairs and you have to trace that leak um, Well,
1: but you like something just has to be stopped, right? Something just has
0: to be stopped. Yeah. Nothing that nothing that is, uh, um, you know, I'm trying to think of something that happens where you have to actually do the work to stop it. I think everything can be thought about as stop the emergency, contain the damage, stop the damage, or stop the danger. Mm-hmm. And I think anything that is in that category. You don't have to do anything extra.
1: Right. I mean, like in some cases. Oh, I'm seeing like a really strange person in the building, or like doing something something suspicious. That could be an emergency too, right?
0: If you see someone in the building that yeah, you it's have like, to oh, go there. Oh, this guy does
1: not belong to the building.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I de- definitely if you're. <laughs> if you if you're called to the building and this is you know we 're talking about this in that in that one topic about additional work right as a part time super you 're not there all the time right you 're only there a few times a, you know a few times a week to take care of your tasks and let's say you call back in for an emergency mm-hmm. because there's a person at the building that shit doesn't belong there yeah. right and the renter told you that you could also tell the um, uh, the building manager of course the building manager will want you to go there and check yeah. um, or you could call the police to go there Right. Um, at the, uh, but but generally if you if you are in a situation where you're close by and you could see who this person is um, you could go check it out this is a little bit uh, of, it, of a Exception. difficult situation yeah. just because I don't think any super should put their lives at risk to yeah, go after someone go there. Ins- inside a building <laughs> to get yeah. them out it's really the job of the police officer right your job yeah. is to report that but um i would say more along the lines of if there's a, a damage mm-hmm. like a, a water leak mm-hmm. or or something that yeah, is like
1: a pipe a pipe a burst bursts
0: someplace and you have to fix that right away and it doesn't matter if it's a renter in that apartment doesn't matter if it's a shareholder. It doesn't matter if it's you know. Um, you just have to stop that, and and stop any damage from 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 getting worse, right? Or happening or getting worse.
1: But it, but on the side, I think I would be kind of worried. Like oh okay, I spent like three hours dealing with this. Um, like how am I gonna get paid?
0: Oh, your time, yeah. Yeah, that, so.
1: My suggestion would be think of it ahead. Talk, you know, have the, you probably have the negotiation with the manager before you start the building.
0: Oh, that's a good point.
1: So be clear about that and kind of like think of the situations where, oh, in this situation, shareholders should be um, built for for this this kind of emergencies, um, and. It would be me building the building directly to charge for this emergency. These kinds of emergencies, kind of, I would categorize some of the types of situations um, that, oh, if this happens, um, I'm going to tell someone, um, the shareholder, that it's their responsibilities. So that, like, after the emergencies, you know where to. Um, where to go to, to get paid.
0: Right, right, right.
1: Yeah.
0: That's true. I, I think that you're right. I think, uh, I think you're right in that, that should be how uh, buildings approach this. Because mm-hmm. when something happens and it's an emergency, or they think it's an emergency, it doesn't have to be an actual emergency, but it could be an emergency, the super is there to give his best judgment to determine whether he needs to be there or not. and um, there's a there's an alliance an alliance uh, between the with uh, between the board building manager and super to make sure damages there's no you know dan- there's no danger to the residents there's no damage potential damage to the building so if anything like that happens the I see no no issue with um, making sure that the super's time is compensated is paid for. And then, at the end, finding out whose responsibility it is mm-hmm. and then charging back to that person. Right. Rather than saying, oh, at the end, we found out that it was the renter's responsibility, you have to collect it from the renter. The problem with that is that, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. saying, oh, you gotta, now you've got to chase after that money from the, the renter. Right. The reason why is that... Um, you are now making the super ask those questions before he heads out to the emergency. Yeah. Now so, next time he's so going to be like... So can I get a card? Right. A
1: card? I need a deposit here. Right, we got there water goes. spilling
0: through four <laughs> floors. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm going to sit back and make sure that someone gets back to me. You don't want that kind of super. You want a super that is proactive. He's going to jump into the situation, take care of the problems.
1: Yeah, like a pro. S-
0: like a pro. You don't want him to stop and start to wonder, uh, am I going to get paid for this? Mm-hmm. Um, You know, so, um, and look, at the end of the day, we, we, you know, supers do care about the building. Of course. But they also want to be paid for that time. And maybe they'll deal with it once when you do that, and they don't get paid or twice. But eventually, you're going to create a super that is going to be a little bitter about that. So you want to, as a building manager or or a board member, you want to make sure that um, his time is covered Right, and whether it's eventually needs to be paid for by another person uh, outside the building, like a renter, or it, it's paid for the, by the building, um, you just want a super to be responsive. And you're right in that it should be the case. But if you you know, at, for a super to be like super professional, he should cover that as well. So don't hold back if you're super to go before emergencies happen when you first get onto a building talk about those emergencies Mm -hmm. and just say look if this happens i just want to make sure my time will be compensated Mm -hmm. i'll contact you and if you don't respond i'll just go (laughs) Mm -hmm. so you want to you want to say that as well but maybe we should go back and add it to the to the other topic Mm -hmm. where we that we talked about where we talked about additional work or how to make agreements um, don't forget emergency calls. Yeah, and to say, during an emergency, um, I just want to be clear with the building about how we're going to handle this. If I'm called, you know, on a Christmas day, and at two in the morning, and I have to be there, I'll be there. You can count on me. But I just want to make sure I'm going to be my time's going to be taken care of, right? Regardless of whose responsibility it is.
1: Then, do you think um, on the agreement I add? Any kind of emergency situations like for example, like emergencies like leaks gas um, I don't, I don't, I don't, some of those like health health hazard situations
2: right
1: for those emergency response uh, responses, I will get paid by building directly, and whoever is um, responsible for that, the cause of the problem, you guys charge back to that person. Yeah. 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 So, but, you, you know, someone could ask you, like, why, why do I have to do that? Why does the building have to do that? Then, actually, you can say emergency responses are actually for the building. Of course, it's for the the residents as well, but it's for the building. I'm going there to protect the building. So I gave the building the cure or remedy for that emergency situation. So I'm going to build the building. Right. Does that make sense to you? Yeah.
0: I mean, I'm going to build a building for that because the purpose of someone going there is to potentially um, stop something that could hurt another or c- try to stop something that could potentially hurt, building or property, right. cause damage. So, I think it's I, de- I do think it's foolish to make the super go after his compensation mm. from someone who may not care, which is the renter, or the if the re- I wouldn't say that because renters do care often, but. Chase after someone who may not think it's his respon his or her responsibility mm-hmm. to take care of that. Mm-hmm. A renter may just be saying, "I just you know I just want to I'm here, to, you know this is not my problem. I'm renting here, so why am I going to pay for this, right? And then uh, you could have problems that way. So um, you want to make sure that especially in emergency situations that you adequate adequately uh, are clear with the responsibilities and the super may say you you know i mean on a on the manager's behalf let's say a super says um i'll be responsible for you know you don't have to pay me for those things i live right next door i'll I'll take responsibility for them that's even you know that's great to have someone that does that but it's great to be clear with him as well yeah yeah so clear clarity works both ways yeah um which reminds me like some emergencies are like lockouts so you know like someone's locked out of the apartment right and it may be a renter Mm -hmm. right how do you handle those
1: oh you know what i was in that situation i was locked out so i the renter had to call the locksmith right to to drill that it it took five hundred dollars five hundred dollars for lockout
0: right well that's a that's a great point that you know that because the super should know that if they do charge for going to a lockout um, just know that you can tell the person that you're opening the door for that it costs five hundred <laughs> if you it, otherwise yeah. right so if you're just charging you know I don't know let's just say like fifty bucks or even hundred bucks hell a hundred bucks is is a is a fraction of five hundred so I but would 500
1: say be, be, like 10 years ago yeah it was 500
0: but but i would say this i'm uh, i used um in a situation like that let's say you borrowed the key let's say the super had to come and open the door for you would you feel uh and he charge you 50 bucks would you feel okay with that
1: oh much better than 500 Right, yeah, I right. would pay I would pay Right
0: The only thing I would say when we're talking about this point and I really mean this with uh, like all all you know all seriousness is um, supers who open the door for renters make sure that you have the right approval before you open the door So in other words make sure that person's a bona fide renter, a real renter. Oh, that's true. Make sure you know who they are. Make sure that um, you have the approval from, I would say go so far as to get the approval from management uh, or the owner if you're not sure. Mm-hmm. But never ever open the door for someone, it, it never open someone's apartment door unless you know 100%, not even like 99%. Make sure you know 100% that that person belongs there. Right. Um, or else, at the end of the day, it's not going to be whether you're compensated for being called out of bed two in the morning to open someone's door. That's going to be an a, a issue. It's whether you were allowed to do that.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And so I would say just, just make sure. But I think in a case w- like that, you can, you, you, as long as you know that person belongs there um, and you make it, you know, you can get, um, you can respond directly to that person. So in other words, if we're talking about someone asking the super directly a renter asking or a subtenant asking the super directly if for for work, that's a case I think you can let that happen as long as you know that that person is a hundred percent belongs there mm-hmm. okay um and the other exception maybe um that i can I can probably talk about is just. The last exception where I can see you, uh, a super working directly with a subtenant or renter is when there's like a blanket permission from the owner or shareholder where they say, look, I have this tenant there, a renter. Can you just take care of whatever they need? Mm -hmm. You know, you're you're okay to do it.
1: Oh, I see. Yeah, Then you can go ahead.
0: Right. But other than that, which is rare, I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go so far. I say see,
1: okay. Okay.
0: And the last thing is rent. Do we need to talk about rental buildings or brownstones? Yeah,
1: let's just, you know, let's just do it. <laughs> okay. So, I mean, rental, I feel like rental buildings and um, brownstones, uh, like, like single landlord buildings, would be easier.
0: Uh, yes, I, I, w- I would say so too. So, um, in a scenario, oh, let me just pick a different, better color. So, in this scenario where you have a building, and once again, I should. Ugh,
1: too many windows. windows. Just, just put like. a door.
0: And then you have um, a landlord. A landlord that owns this building, and you have the renters so basically, and if you're the super over here with a hammer, basically um, kind of goes this way
1: where's the manager well
0: i didn't put him there yet because oh, okay. okay so and it, so the renter is out of loop pretty much so the landlord just gives the the um uh, the super what uh what to do tells the super what to do and the super tells you know the renter something if the renter needs anything once again the, a renter may ask you for things that um are Private jobs like putting together an IKEA bed or something like that. Mm-hmm. So over time, you'll be you'll know that that's that's um, something that a landlord shouldn't pay for, mm-hmm. and that's what um, they a renter should pay you for. Uh, in that case, you should make the price clear because sometimes they think that you'll do it, and then maybe a tip is sufficient. But um, uh, you just have to be clear about how much you charge. But if you uh, you should also tell the landlord if you are gonna do something inside the apartment, mm-hmm. just so that they know. I see. Just to be professional. I see. Let them know I'm gonna be doing this work inside that apartment, they're, they're paying me on the side. Um, if a renter needs anything from you, then you should know uh, those things that should be communicated back to the landlord or over time, whether it's something that you can address by yourself just to get it done quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, but generally, don't expect, if you are expecting to get paid for anything, you have two choices. You have the renter or the landlord. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so if the renter's not paying you for that, for some reason, it, it's going to be because it's a landlord responsibility. Mm -hmm. And then the landlord should, you you should always inform the landlord and the landlord will approve that work. Mm -hmm. And in a case where uh, you have a manager, um, building manager, really the building manager is just like a landlord here.
1: Usually that's the case. They don't really hire outside managers. They don't
0: really hire outside, but if they do, if they do, um, usually you're not gonna hear from the landlord. <laughs> <I> <laughs> you're see. just gonna hear from the manager. <laughs> I see. So I see. that's that's where um that's where you can you can it becomes a lot easier.
1: Okay. Uh what about brownstones? A single multifamily?
0: Uh Brownstones is single family. Oh single
1: family. Right.
0: Oh, so I gotta,
1: I gotta review.
0: In a single family you have Let's go here again. Oops, I don't know why this is.
1: Single family, you told me it's like a house, right? Uh,
0: single family is like a home, yeah. Yeah,
1: home, house. And it's usually the case that the owner, owner of that house, that one unit building lives in there, right?
0: Right, right.
1: So you probably don't have a manager there. No, no.
0: you usually don't have a manager. I'm having a little trouble drawing on this. Um, for some reason, the drawing is not working. But um, in the case Why don't
1: with you draw a small house there.
0: Well, I can't draw at all. Period. Oh, I
1: see. Okay. So uh, d- well, it's easy. So it's like you, you like, like you like living in a house.
0: Yeah. If you live in a house, you're you're gonna get directly, directly the approval from the brownstone owner, right? And um, that should give you the a clear idea about who's gonna pay for your bills and whether you're okay to go ahead.
1: Okay, just one person that I to like contact.
0: Yeah, one person, and that's one one of the reasons why it's a very simple structure. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, if you're, uh, if you're working on houses, people that, if, you're, if your customers are owners of houses, homeowners, yeah. then you're gonna ask them, right? Y- yeah. you, you know who to go to, to take care of, um, to ask for approval for work. Right.
1: Just, you know, knock on the front door. and right.
0: right. Talk to the owner. And, that, yeah. and that's the same thing. And that's one of the reasons why I, I think a lot of um, uh, supers or RMs, resident managers that take care of a very lo- you know, large buildings, um, prefer to go with the small uh, brownstones because it's a very simple model where you don't have to deal with Subtenants and shareholders and yeah, building managers and stuff like that.
1: Right, right. I get it. And I don't blame them. (laughs) Yeah, now now I can get it. Yes, I mean it's it's really helpful to have the pictures and um, and to really see visualize the structure with only words it can be I'm, I'm still you know confused in some of the terminologies but I think you know just generally managers just talk to your managers
0: right yeah. the manager is there for you to commu- to facilitate make things easier in terms mm-hmm. of the communication
1: yeah and, some, I, and it, I learned yeah you just gotta be savvy you just need some experience to to learn this to really be good at the communication right i mean i can't really i don't think i'll be able to learn this only with words and like in text and like in textbooks like you don't like you don't have textbooks (laughs) about this right right so like just just years of experience
0: to see just experience helps and that's why we're here, too. I mean, um, I answer a lot of questions um, with our team members, and some of those questions are difficult. Some of those questions are easy, and it'll take a couple of, of times that you go through that to, to, to catch on. But I think the biggest thing is don't, um, don't feel bad or ashamed to ask these questions. Mm-hmm because if you don't and something does go wrong that feeling's even worse. Oh yeah. And so just you're we're in an industry that requires care, requires critical thinking because we have to think critically about what we're doing. And the better that you can navigate all of these problems, all of these relationships, the more value you have in the industry and the higher pay you can you can command and get a higher pay for being able to communicate properly and know how to figure out problems solving problems and that all comes with experience yeah. so i would say if you don't have this experience that we talked about then go out and get it
1: <laughs> right just do it
0: yeah well Thank you very much, Jennifer. All right, thank you. Any other uh, questions, feel free to email us. We'll put the email below. Okay. Okay, take care.